Hello, hello, hello. Let's get this party on the road. Let's get this party started. It's time to party. Yeah, yeah let's party. It's time to party. I want a party. Doom, doom. Do do boom boom ba doom doom. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Uh huh. Get fucking out. Uh. Da 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 da. You're grabbing a bottle opener. What are you about to open? Oh, I found Smittix. Did you at now? The corner store. Smittix at the corner. And they didn't have it last time I was there. Well, I'm and you a threw a tantrum. And now they, and now they have I it. I am a believer now. Excellent. So happy hour to you, my friend. It's yet another to week. You, to you. Here's to you. Cheers. Cheers unto thee. As well, you got a little uh, space age cup there. I see. I do. It has some uh, red wine in it, vino tinto, as they as we say here. Yeah, I and, was thinking about going up. I bought my son-in-law a bottle of Johnny Walker Black. Mm. Thinking, oh man, I had to go home and drink some scotch. But uh, but I had bought a six pack of beer so here i am with my 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 favorite and and there's we'll allow it tonight at, oh duffy's has got some great music tonight the out of favor boys are playing a duo or a trio whatever they do so that's starts. are they ever gonna be in favor no or no it's uh they strive for it they're successful okay because in spanish we say por favor like please let me be in favor but they never do. No, no. Okay. They never, no, no. They're way beyond that. Okay. Way, well, way, 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 way beyond that. For reasons that we, we nobody's totally sure of, but. Well, sure let's, let's not go into it uh, for sure. So I got to play the other night. I went down to Old Dog, and much to my surprise, the parking lot was full. Mm-hmm. And they had the sense. Uh, to not only book about five tables of a retirement party, so there were five tables up the middle of the joint that had tablecloths on them. And in the back bar, there's two bars in the back bar, which is a really tiny little room, enough space for... There's two four tops back there and about five places at the bar, so it's a little room. That's where all the buffet was for them. I have a question. Yes. What are two four tops? Uh, a four top is a table that's got four chairs on it. Okay. And there's two of them. 
I know what a triceratops is, but I didn't know. Yeah. That so term. two, okay. two, four tops and then five or six seats. So a little room. Okay. And that's where their buffet was. So they brought in 12, 14, 15 people in a place that holds 50. And then because they had music and it was one of the reasons the retirement party was booked there was because they had music. It was my buddy piano player, Tom Duffield, who was doing a, a boogie woogie blues jam night uh, with uh, my favorite drummer in town, uh, Joe Garsha, who just Joe Garsha, just really. Uh, tap, I mean, tap in those he games. played nonstop for two and a half hours. It was it was insane. But they they played a duo, and then they had a woman singer for two hours. Took a break, and then they had a blues hour, and I was up for the whole hour. We must have done 10, 12. We did three encores. It was wow. It was a blast. It was just a blast. The piano player is so good. And the woman singer sang a couple with me. I sang a couple with I, I have a question. How do, you feel about, how do you feel about encores as a uh, tr- tradition uh, requirement? Uh, they're not a requirement by any stretch. And well, the, first, the first thing that I have to say is from a legal perspective. Okay. And a lot of encores are going to depend on uh, whether or not the establishment is going to enforce the contract, which says you play from nine to 11, you know, because they want to close up at midnight. Right. Right. Or they're flexible on that. And if so, if there is an encore, they'd play one. And what Tom did, because this place could care less about the kind of, there were people drinking <laughs> and they were in a bar, the more they danced and moved around, the thirstier they got. So yeah. they're, you know, they don't want to put a damp and dampen it. And so Tom actually, we did actually three encores and each one was, was driven by a hundred percent of the people standing up yelling encore. So it wasn't it wasn't a requirement when a band doesn't do it. I figure they got their reasons. My my the the reason for my question is that in literally every concert I've been to in the past twenty years, uh, the band says, "Okay, bye, see you guys." Oh, it's a planned encore. It's of a- course, but 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 that that's what rubs me the wrong way. Is like if you. Uh, you're, you didn't play your your most hit song uh, in the whole set, and then you're going to say goodbye and force us to be like, no, please, Mr. Let me ask you this. come back Let and sing. Let me ask you this. So do you think in any circumstance that uh, as a result of a tepid crowd that they want to come out and play that song? No. You don't. I do. I think I, – I think, uh, look, as an audience member, it f- uh, who has shown up to see you play, it feels a little uh, like a breach of contract to like force me to clap for four minutes straight to get you to come back. Well, out. first of all, you're, you you misstated the general circumstance. It isn't the case that the song that you're trying to encore 
is their most famous song. They did that to end the main part of the show. They come back for an encore. Sometimes. It, but it's like their I third will, most I, famous I, song. I think it's more than sometimes. I think it's 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 usually, if not almost always. Because okay. the the your point would be so painfully obvious if that number one hit was withheld. And that's one of the reasons they don't do it. They close their main part of the show with the big with the, the big showiest number of the night. The encore uh, very well may be a, a loud get up and dance or it could be a softer thing. It could be something. But I, we, we, you research this right now. Research it right now. No, it, 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 it's, it's like every single time uh, in, in Spain, what the crowd is expected to do is to chant uh, another, another. They say, otra, 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 uh, while they're clapping. And the band expects to leave the stage. The stage goes dark. And then they wait backstage briefly. Uh, I Get don't know, a drink. High-fiving or whatever. Uh, peeing, you know, and whatever. And then they and then they come back and it's like oh you guys really love us but it's like but but it's like in the same way that uh again you're you're an american and you have trouble imagining the the case where this is not that where this is not true but Oh, I see. It's, it's it, it, no, no, it no, 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 hold on. Uh, my, my analogy is with like tipping at a restaurant. It's like, you're, you're expected to, to do this behavior. It's a ceremony that we have inculcated into culture that the crowd is expected to cultural etiquette. The crowd is expected to demand more and it's super clear when they're actually done because after they've done one encore or two encores or whatever, and then they bring up the house lights, the band is done. Like, like they keep the house lights down while you are expected to like uh, beg for the encore. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. It's um, it all depends, I suppose, on how long it goes on and how much I like the band. One of the things that I like about their tradition um, is that. It will give you as an audi- a single audience member, as a couple, an idea of the degree to which people feel as enthusiastic about the show as you do. And I don't mean to say only when you're super enthusiastic. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm less than enthusiastic. If the majority of the place sounds less than enthusiastic, that's one thing. Or if I'm in the minority, and when I really don't mind it is when the crowd and I are in agreement in a very enthusiastic way, and I like getting up, stretching, clapping, getting them to come out again. I like. I don't mind running to go get a beer. In fact, in fact, story be told, it's at that time that I would run to the back of the state theater here in Kalamazoo when they did a big show downtown yeah. and I would buy up all the leftover fucking uh, Sammy thighs 
that they had cooking in uh, in their special sauce. I would buy trays of it because they were going to have to pack it up and take it away. That's a story for another day. Those are some tasty some bitches. So you you use the encore as a as a, a way to get encore chicken. <laughs> is what I'm hearing. Yeah, okay. Okay. But, I, I, but that's premised on having gone out there. Uh, but when they start their final set, right, and the crowd is, is you know, with the final sets coming, people are serving food, will wait for the final set to start. Things will wind down, and that's when they're going to start to pack up. So at that time, I would go out and say, hey, when you're ready, can you tell me when, but when you're ready, I will buy all those thighs i'll take all, all this chicken off you for uh, all of it and they say i have price i say well what do you think and they'd say like a tray of them now these are three bucks a piece so i'm looking at a tray of 12 15 thighs in 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 ajou a big silver tray like you cook a cook a chicken in or a small turkey and they'd say 10 bucks <laughs> i'd say yeah i'd give them 12 and i'd go home and uh I'd put them in a slow cooker. It was always on a weekend. So I'd put them on a slow cooker and invite everybody over on Sunday. You are a thigh master. Oh. <laughs> My wife has one of those upstairs now that you mention it. So, uh, but yes, I agree with you that it is interesting to also observe the thermometer of uh of crowd appreciation and to measure how you fit on there. But what I object to is the, the require the cultural requirement to participate in the begging. It's, it's, it, it's the Did begging. Did you feel that, that way in the U S? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, well, I mean, the so, for, so, for for encores and so you here's know, the for, thing: you're the one with the problem. You're the one with the problem. And look, we release our podcast, and nobody requests an encore. Nobody, and I'm speaking, fucking speaking. Off. Speaking of encores, I don't imagine you noticed that the first episode of Your Honor dropped. I noticed, and I watched it, motherfucker. Did you? I did. Did you? Well, let's talk about that for a little while. Let's change topic from encore to honor. So you know, you know the uh, you know the kind of story where somebody says something, somebody says something else about management, and you say they're going to receive a strongly worded letter from me. Mm -hmm. Well, I sent such a letter today to the uh, to, to the, Brian Cranston. Uh, to the blog of the honor and got on their mailing list. So I will hear everyone's comment. And let me tell you, let me tell you in all both in all caps, I wrote this phrase, bad writing again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was muddled. It's, it's the sort of entertainment that if you don't think too much is like, oh, yeah, that was kind of cool. So let me let me just uh, let me just start this discussion by asking a few questions. We'll, we'll go oh, God. Number one. Yes. How long 
did it appear that uh, the judge had been locked up based on the way he looked and, you know, what he was going through. Are you through thinking critically? Come on. Uh, his beard was, uh, let me, hold on, let me look at you a little bit better. Uh, his beard was a three-month beard. Three months. Okay. Um, and in that period of time, you know, he lost all this weight. That's all possible. Lost all the weight, force fed, all this other stuff. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of a, what kind of a, was he in jail or was he in prison or where was he? Leave it to you to, uh, make that distinction. He was in prison and he was at Angola prison because that's where the rodeo is. Yes. I saw that and I went and I looked it up. Episode nine, motherfucker. Yeah. We talked about it. Yeah. Uh, so everyone go back and listen to that. It'll be in the show notes. Well, uh, and first off, they don't wear uh, vests and helmets. They no. do not wear vests and helmets. That was just ridiculous. But so he's well, in do, prison. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, so they, they wear no protective gear? No, they're just in their stripes. Okay. But the stripes were accurate. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was shot there. In oh, fact, okay. the place I sat and where I, when I went, I was the guest of honor. Introduced as Dennis Schwanz. Yes. Our special guest of honor. I was the rodeo special guest in the best seat of the house. Nice. And um, But anyway, um, so he's, uh, he's, in, he's in prison for three months, which means, of course, that he had to go, he was, he's been sentenced. He had to go through court. He had to, you know, be found guilty and he had to go. So explain this to me. <laughs> we know, we know that what he did a lot of bad things. Do you know what he was in prison for? I mean, they later had him confess to... Later? What do you mean later? I mean, the, in, on the episode. Uh, How do you think he got convicted? You think the con- the conviction, the tape recording of his admission of guilt is oh, okay. what got we him did, we, did, we didn't see that. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so he admitted to uh, tampering with a trial... And and basically, and, um, and explaining why, right? And 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 in saying that he was doing it on behalf of the family, correct? Of the, of the crime family. Okay. Yes. So here he is. He's convicted. He's in prison. We know that he's done a bunch of crimes, including cover up and falsifying. You know, who God only knows what. But on the tape, all he's admitting to on the tape is that he. He, he rigged the trial for the family. And right. one would think, well, that's pretty obvious. It's their son. It's not yeah. like a big, wow, big stretch. So you see, a, you see a, a scene in the courthouse where, is it Rosie Perez? Yes. Who's the, who's the actress? Who's the, She's the prosecutor. Assistant Attorney General, prosecutor, yeah. federal prosecutor. She listens to the tape and she says, Hey, you uh, you can't let this get out 
right. that he's a snitch because I need him. Yep. Okay. So when 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 did that happen? <laughs> when, yep. When when did that happen? And how is it that it a man on goes the to on the court? on the episode three months after? <laughs> yeah. Was it was it was it a flashback? No. Maybe it was. If it was a flashback. It wasn't clear. I'm fairly astute. That's one of the reasons I say it was muddled. My sharply worded letter said, your time frame doesn't work at all. And, and here's the other thing. This is, what I, this is what I wrote, but more important, this is what I say to you. That's what I say to you. That's the most important thing. So let me get this straight. You're at Angola prison, and you got the annual rodeo, yep. and prisoners are lining up like crazy. To be able to to be able to uh, to participate, and it's bragging rights only, but somehow they're it, turning, it, 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 they're turning it into a cash prize, which is of course not the case. Okay, okay. Um, but he doesn't do he he wants to do it because why? Why? What's his motivation? Because he wants to get punished because he feels like a shitty dad. He wants to get punished or he wants to get killed. I mean, you both. Okay, so the, the the fact is, it's clear. I mean, he he's trying to, to die. Yeah, he's, he's trying, trying to, to die. Yeah, and they won't let him. So right. he's under doctors, and he's force feeding him. Yep. In the prison system, which was a super fake. Order. The the uh, the the pushing the tube into his nose. Yes. Was force fed. But, and, but it was like it was like the tube's not moving. Come on, guys. And they and he's underweight, and he's 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 starving himself. Right. He's trying to die. He's under psychiatric care, and somehow he's one of the prisoners chosen to participate. Somehow this is a lawsuit <laughs> waiting to happen. Somehow yeah. this is the old man who's going to sit with the young Hispanic, right? And saying he's and what's what's the young Hispanics' motivation? It ain't bragging rights, which is the way it is. There, it's because he wants the money for his kids. As yeah. if that matters to the bull. So, so what I, well, all I wrote, you know, I, I wrote something to that effect, but <laughs> I'll give you this, uh, I'll give you this uh, 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 b- blog and uh, we'll see what, uh, we'll see what, what other people say. But I, I, I love Brian Cranston. The other thing I wrote, similar to my comments from last season, was one would think, that Brian Cranston would demand a better script. One, one would, uh, or is you, he out of touch? You would. I don't is he know. Out of touch? Does he think it's great writing? I don't know. There are actors that then like specifically don't go back and watch their work. Like they put in their best effort on the day and trust that it will come out awesome. Uh, I don't know. Like, but it, it also seems like the, the internet in general is not on your side here. Like, I think um, the comments were, uh, there were, well, first of all, there were uh, some that moved in my direction. Nothing quite as sharp as me, but I'll guarantee Nothing. you that my comments How could there be? Will, draw, will draw similar comments. Okay. Okay. 
Well, I will have to check out this this bulletin board where you are posting your... So here's a question for you. Another question for you. Yes. Um, Here's a scene. Carlo... Yep. Is, uh, is, there was attempted murder, killed the, the kid, uh, the judge's kid. Yep. And meant for Carlo. And, of course, this has put the whole family into a fucking war path. They know yep. the little little man did it, and yep. so they're after little man. And they show Carlo out in the courtyard of their mansion boxing yep. with a big bag big boxing bag and uh his mother comes up to him and there's a scene where she puts her arm arms around him from the back and says yep. oh you're sweating and this and that and the other and why and why the fuck aren't you out there finding out who did this what did that embrace tell you about the relationship between carlos and his mother i forget in the past if like uh she is the main driver of the violence in the in the family, uh, but yes, in this episode for she's sure she who, was. She's the one who said in the introduction to the show, which was Brian Cranston saying previously on right. Your Honor, <clears throat> and uh, retaliation was due for the uh, for the death of the of the son. So they went and they. Uh, she said, "Go big." Right. Go big, and then they blew up the house and killed a mother and two children. So, she ordered that. The uh, do you remember the scene on the bridge with the daughter and the father, where she says, "Look, I know that mother and our family are like prone to violence, but." you and I are different. And it was like, and she said, how is it that you can, she said, like, I feel that you and I are different. How is it that you can do the things that you do uh, in for this business? Yeah. And, and he didn't have a, he didn't have a good answer, but, but uh, she was clearly drawing a, uh, you're not as crazy violent as right. well, my brother he does, and he does my get brother. This adage of uh, there, there's a quote that he says something it, to the isn't it good? I, I can quote it. I just I just saw it. Uh, something like uh, patience is. Uh, he he said patience is not weakness and. Violence is not strength, or something like that. Yes, that's it. It, it was close to that, uh, but it was it was very much a uh, just going back and being violent, which both uh, boys exhibited, and they had that other thing of like boys are uh, impetuous or whatever. Uh, so, uh, next question: um, You was there? When you saw the baby, when you saw, when you saw what's her name, uh, Lisa? Is that her name? No, not Elsa. It's a uh, baby. Alia taking care of a three-month-old baby, and uh, the baby's father 
is the honor, the judge's son who's dead. And Whoa. you think back to the relationship they had. They had barely kissed because he was so shy and it was such a weird dynamic. Sure. There was no indication whatsoever, which it's okay for a, a show that's depicting reality. Say, well, there's something really important here we didn't tell you. And the fact that the baby's three months old, four months old. Same as the beard. Huh? Same as the beard. That's right. That's right. And so that 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 timeline made sense. But I, I I thought it was kind of a shameless plot twist, frankly. Yeah. And, and I thought that those two actors had about as much uh, excitement on screen together as a as a a, a, a a loaf of bread in a big bowl of water, placing the bread in the bowl of water and watching what happens. That's how exciting that was. That's pr- that's pretty sexy, actually. Uh, so the yeah the did you miss that? I I think I missed the baby scene, but the it was only one. It was only that. It was okay. only her taking care of a baby. There wasn't any discussion of it. And here you got the judge in prison, wanting to die, nothing to live for. Except that he has a grandson. What? Family's so important to you and you have a grandson? Well, and she comes to see him and is like, did he I love me? You, I write, I've written you every day. Uh, let's go back to last season. What was the relationship between the judge and the high school girl who I think was probably a sophomore in high school? Right. So now suddenly she's 21 and I don't know, she's older and she wrote him all these times and she has the letters in her hand, which I don't know that that's the doesn't way. Makes, that's not the way the mail works. Well, it's not the way prison mail works. So, Yeah. I don't know. These people are making it up as they go along to try. He's and making be... a lot of money. Cranston sold out on this shit. Uh, and and I'll I'll I I can't not watch it because I like the actors, and I've always got the hope that maybe the, the that it'll get better. You know. Um, yeah. Don't I I I wouldn't set that bar too high. I would set the bar super low. If you and... wanted to die in prison, how would you do it? That is the best podcast question ever. If I wanted to die in prison, uh, I mean, the most common way I've heard of suicide in prison is with, you know, the a noose out of out of sheets. From he might. He might. Let's see. He assume he's on. He's on suicide watch. Um, right. You well, go up to you know, you're so in is, Angola prison, by the way. You're not just in any prison. Okay. You're in Angola, by the way. Just another fun fact is the single most violent. It's the, is the prison in the United States that has the single most prominent history of violence. Okay, so if uh, 
if death by in, but if if uh, suicide watches is, is a thing like it uh like it is for people that aren't uh you know mm, child molesters or whatever he's trying to starve himself and and to Char- starve himself i i mean I, I don't think it would be too hard to go and like if death was your option if death was your end no matter the means well he's got a lot of money he's got a lot of money he owns he owns he owns properties. He was a judge for all these years. All you got to do is pay somebody to kill him. Somebody right. who's in there for life without parole. Just hey, there's a thousand bucks waiting for the outside. I want you to kill me. The other thing you do is try to escape and don't take no for an answer. They'll fucking shoot you. Right. Death by death by copper prison guard. You're gonna go to the fucking rodeo and hope that you get killed by a bull. How many? inmates in angola's history been killed by the bull it ain't a bunch if it's any yeah that ain't a surefire way you want to get further depressed break both your fucking legs yeah it's just i I think you could i think you could go and pick a fight with like he's more or less free walking around in the open in the open prison yard i think you could go and and just be a jerk to the biggest dude you saw. Yeah. And and it wouldn't take too long. Well, you you, you, you just got to be clear about it. You got to be clear about it. I mean, there's gangs in prison. You go to the gang. There's, there's a guy there that, you know, in for life. He's got nothing to lose. Money on the outside, running drugs, whatever. Right. Relatives running drugs on the outside, whatever. Come up with ten grand, whatever. Call Charlie. Here's another question. Yes. Charlie's worried about this. Why? Because the murder of the judge's son has the voting public crying for public safety. Ugh, yeah. And uh, how long ago did that murder happen? Yeah. Three months month, ago, month, and uh, beard, beard months ago. Yes, it's never been it's never been solved. Where where is the storyline about the murder of what was the boy's name? Do you recall? Adam. Adam. Yeah. His yes, his first son. Adam. Indeed. Where's the storyline for that? Uh, oh. Nobody was caught, huh? But everybody knows everybody on the on the on the on the on the wrong side of the law knows that it was little man. Here's yeah, well, and, and and again, everyone knows it was little man three months ago, right? And so um, they find you know the 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 queen queen queenie whatever her name is yeah yeah. Voodoo Queenie, crime lord. She gets a little man. She locks him up in in a in a rent-a-grash. Right. And let me ask you this question. If you were held captive in a, in a rectangular box. Yes. Where would you spend in the box? Where would you spend most of your time? In the in corner. The box? In the corner. In the corner. Why? Because I have, uh, I can lean against both sides. Yes. Uh, every time they Am open the door, test? where was little man? 
in the middle, like a dumbass. Sitting cross-legged in the middle with no back support. I mean, if it's meditation time, then maybe that's when you <laughs> go there. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, look, <laughs> maybe our media like podcasts should not be uh, dissected. So, well, that's not true. I just saw and I've just seen another uh, movie done by uh, what's your name? Uh, Jessica Chastain. Yes. Um, where she plays um, a uh, campaign uh, organizer. Okay. For, uh, for gun rights. And uh, from the opening to the closing, it was great writing. It was great acting. There were no plot holes. It was superb. And guess who plays her protagonist? Yes, it's true. The head of the crime family in your honor. What, no kidding. His name is... What's the name of the movie? Uh Reframe, uh, Sands Between, Armageddon Time, The Forgiven, Ava. Jessica Chastain's in The Forgiven? The Clint Eastwood movie? No. It's another movie, I think, called The Forgiven with Ralph Fiennes. Uh, The Good Nurse. Anyway... Uh, that I'll be damned. But anyway, point points taken. And you know, look at the the series we did see together with uh, Oscar Isaac and in her. Yes, there wasn't any bad writing in there. Yeah, the 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 marriage or the divorce or whatever that was called. The uh, uh, images, scenes from a marriage. Yes, scenes from a marriage, and so unique because they showed her walking getting ready to act, goes into the room and just starts. Yes, that was fantastic. He is born in 1968. Okay. That seems reasonable. So, uh, that was an amazing experience to watch today and actually show up to class with my homework. Like, what? So that's yeah, cool. well, there's another uh, series I started that I well, didn't have high hopes for it. And as it turns out, it was quite gripping. And it's called uh, The Last of Us. Yes, that is uh, it's based a, on a video game. Yes. And it is, uh, it's quite good. Quite that, good. Uh, yeah, uh, I've... Uh, the people that I follow that like video games for the past 10 years, they have said that the last of us, if you only do one video game, you should try that. Ah, really? uh, it's, it's a particular, a particularly, uh, intriguing video game that pulls you in and, but not so much like it's a thing that you can finish within you know, twelve hours or whatever. Uh, if you're if you're playing 
constantly. And, uh, and I've heard that that's a, it's one of the more, um, it's, it's one of the better examples of the genre because video games, uh, a lot of people think of video games as like mm, Tetris or Space Invaders or Pac-Man. Uh, but there are video games that have a story to them that bring you along and can like uh, cause emotions in you in the same way that movies can. And it's like a movie, but you're like participating. Yes, you're a character and, in the movie. And that is the people that are that are that are super video game apologists that are like video games are not a waste of time. Uh, it's entertainment, and yeah. and the, the capitalism shows that the video game industry is like a hundred times bigger than the Hollywood movie industry. It's, it's crazy how much more money there is there than in movies. Huh, like I didn't know that. We, we like to think of movies as the pinnacle of, Two creative, of, of, of creative entertainment, but the video game industry is so much bigger. It's like not even close. And... Uh, that did you ever did you back in the day did you have a chance to get in on any of that that you could have changed the trajectory of your career no I was I was never interested in video games Uh, and uh, no I was always more interested in like producing value not entertainment if that makes sense and uh, well, one might argue. I, I, of, of course, there is value in entertainment. I'm like, uh, but like, if a product, a different a kind. product that saves you uh, so many hours of work, and therefore those that money that you would have spent doing those hours of work, you can give to me to make a product, right. uh, that sort of thing. But the. Uh, but there's, uh, where was I going with this? The, like it's, uh, so I have been, there's only one video game in the past 20 years that I've really uh, played like properly. And that is, there's a video game called um, uh the Legend of Zelda. So Zelda is a is a is a franchise that came out early on in the Nintendo years, and they were they were super boring, two uh, D. You're walking up here and go through that door, and now you're in this other room, and we draw the other room, and you're walking around, and there's a chest, and you can uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but a couple years ago, and by a couple I mean like five. Uh, they had on the on the newest the newest and again it's like five years old the newest um, Nintendo product the Nintendo Switch uh, they have this game called um, that like keeps going with the Zelda franchise the same sort of idea it's like it's like Star Wars you know a new a new version uh, but it's. In, it's in 3D and it's super fucking beautiful. 
and you can walk around this world that is just absolutely it, it, and again this is um this is the nintendo is the least powerful video creating of all of all of the nintendo of all of the video game systems but um anyway it's super super nintendo gorgeous nintendo is what the weakest the weakest uh, the the other two are um playstation and xbox uh, oh, yeah. PlayStation was 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 a big one, and with um, from from Sony, and then Microsoft got into it with Xbox, and they they can draw prettier things, but uh, but this uh, anyway, it's a it's super gorgeous game, and I played it for a while, like five years ago, four years ago, and I I used to play it in the mornings when my kids were having breakfast. Like I would serve them breakfast and then they would be like, daddy, go play Zelda. And so I would play and I, over the course of hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of, of 20, 20 minute segments, I, uh, I got pretty far. And anyway, I've started doing that again and it's just an amazing. Is it better? Is it better the second time? Is it better now? Yeah. The second, I mean, I mean, it's, it's literally the same game and now I have a bigger TV. (laughs) Uh, so that's yeah. nice, but uh, in the coming months, they're going to come out with. After like five years of development, they're going to come out with the sequel, and that's going to be freaking amazing. But uh, well, I don't know. Video games are an interesting um, medium. I've never played a computer video game. Yeah, and like that seems totally reasonable. Uh, it's no, 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 no. Like it's a thing. Like I have people, my, of my generation that consider gaming an important, like two or three hours of their day every day. Uh And to me, it's always felt and I get, I get why I get their point of view. I don't necessarily, I'm not a hundred percent, you know, certain that my point of view is correct, but it feels to me like a waste of time Yeah. because however, what is watching, what is watching a TV show? If not a waste of time, like it, in fact, video games are less of a waste of time than watching a movie. Well, Be- that's arguable, right? Exactly, but all dependent on the individual um, and what that person uh, determines what value means. Exactly, exactly. Which is why we can't criticize people for finding value. Like, how much more value is there in sitting down and like knitting for three hours? It's like, well. <laughs> Okay. There you go. You have there a you go. You have a who's thing to, that you did, didn't exist that, before. Who's to say that the video game isn't more valuable than your life? I know, right? Right. And it's, it's the like, best part of my day. Someone might say. And the best part of my the highlight of my day. And some poor bastard has been listening to this drivel for how for for how long? No, and like that's time that they can't get back. <laughs> 
hope springs eternal. There's no one listening. There's, it's you and me, bro. We, <laughs> I listened to this twice. We, 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 we First, to, those experts. I've never listened. I've never listened to a podcast. No, why would you? That, so. that would be. Why would anyone? Uh, I have to do the edit, but just just so that I can go back and like make note of uh, whenever we talked about a thing. Uh, so, Dennis. Yes. Did you you didn't do any fishing this week? I had intended to, but uh, the project of the week has taken over. As you know, the third floor of uh, my house is a gabled single floor for the whole top story, which I think we all know that is yes. about 800 square feet of floor space. And back in the day when we moved in, I took three quarters of that 800 and turned it into a library playroom. And I built a three quarters of 800 is 600. So 600 square feet. And then on the right on the, the mark of one third of it, I built a bookshelf that actually is a wall. So the bookshelf is it a bookshelf or a wall? wall. And right in the middle of the bookshelf wall, is there a door? Is a thirty inch door, thirty inches wide. It's part of the bookshelf that, like, you can like touch a touch a book and it like opens. (laughs) So you touch the handle and turn it. Uh, Damn it! But that goes into a space that's then the other two hundred square feet. But it's all gable. Well, for reasons that are complicated but generally speaking money and time when i redid the house i didn't bother i didn't go to the huge trouble of putting in a floor in there a new floor and covering up the floor which had been riddled with varmints eating the wood and and whatnot well the varmints returned and the holes got bigger so i took it upon myself to this week to go in the room, which is stacked with boxes from floor to ceiling, 200 square feet with little paths to get to different sections. And right. all that stuff had to be moved once to get it out of the way. Once then when the wood floor is put on, move it over on that wooden part, right. do another section, do another section. Then everything's got to be moved to the center so I can put in the gap foam in the very bottom corner because it's a slope wall so it's a 90 it's a 45 degree angle at the base where the where the wall and the the ceiling where the ceiling and the floor meets there's actually not any walls it's all ceiling except for the book wall i built that attic is all ceiling and floor nice and at the book can you hear this rain what's that can you hear It is hailing right now. Out there, I can hear it. Yeah. Anyway. At your spot. Yes. So, no, I didn't go fishing because uh, in the day I would have was actually yesterday because it hit 40 degrees up north. And I, it's, you know, anything over 37, 38 is workable because the water doesn't freeze on your pole in your line if it's 37. Fucking lightning and thunder and shit here. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so our we have had the coldest days of the year so far. Uh, it's been down close to freezing, 
and the uh, the mountains that we can see from where I live are all uh, snow covered, which is exciting. Oh, cool. Uh, is that unusual snow covered mountains? Uh, it's about a three times a year occurrence. Uh, I let me complain about a thing. I I went to so last. November, I went and I needed some new shoes and I bought some shoes from this local store. And I was like, all right, we'll see if they're any good. And they were fucking amazing. And I went back like three days later and I was like, uh, can I buy all of these shoes from you so that like I have these shoes? And, and they were like, Ah, no, uh, we're getting more in in January. Come in January after after uh, King's Day, and we can give you more shoes. And we've got other we've got other like similar models, but like that are like more waterproof and stuff and like good for winter and stuff. And so so I waited and I waited a little too long, and today I went, and they were like, "Ah, oh, no, we sold those out like oh, no, within like two days. And this particular manufacturer, uh, only sends us like three of each shoe, and now we're selling the shoes for the spring because fucking fashion clothing right. bullshit. <clears throat> and when you snooze, you lose, bro. And so I, well, I, I should have before. I should have been like, here's. Here's a hundred euros and my phone number. Yeah. Call me. Call me when the shoes come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Could have, shoulda. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. so anyway, uh, that yeah. is a disappointment in life, which is, you know, you live and learn. I I more live than learn, but so it goes. Well, it's been uh, it's been cool here in the thirties, mostly rain. Had a little bit of snow. I was actually cutting the wood for the floor outside and only caught a little bit of a a drizzle. Um, I cut today without a mask on, and so I'm I've got I inhaled so much sawdust that I feel like I've got a sinus thing going on. It's, it's so stupid of me. I know better. I hate it when I do stupid stuff. Splinter nose. Hate it when I'm stupid. Use your nose horn. That's well, I'm on my way to uh, do. Uh, Got to put the grandbabies down for their nap. It's my son-in-law's birthday. Shout out to Dan. Happy Sweet. birthday! I bought him a pint of uh, Johnny Walker Black, elegant bottle, tall bottle, and two. Uh, Voodoo Ranger IPAs that I nice. think he'll like. And uh, heading over there and then uh, going to show up if I make it through. The, the thing about putting my grandbaby to sleep is I'll fall asleep too. <laughs> right. And since I'm Rock I, I yeah. tried to take a nap today, but the little one thought that my mustache and beard were quite amusing. And so there was more poking the fingers. And then when I'd open my eyes, she'd pull her hand away real quick and, and act like she didn't do it. And 
lay there in her eyes closed with a smile on her face. Yeah, so <laughs> after... For, off and on for 40 minutes. <laughs> after our, our recording last week, I, uh, I felt sick and I... <laughs> oh, good timing. <laughs> yeah, good and timing. I, it's not... Look at that timing. Three's uh, a charm. The um, that in. don't edit that out. That's perfect. You bring up the subject about being sick and have a sneezing fit. So oh, I four, uh, four in a row. I uh, I managed to catch my wife's uh, influenza A uh, oh, no. infection uh, last Thursday. Influenza. That's like six, man. Well, I mean, we're out here. What flute. time is it there? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm. I have been good. I just started talking about it, and I'm sneezing. So uh, seven. <laughs> let's count seven. them. Up. Uh, so and next time, if you sneeze one more time, it's the end of the. It's the end of the podcast. There it is. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for episode number 172. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 172, including a link back to episode 9 where we discussed the Angola Prison Rodeo. You can support the show at patreon.com slash happyhour, where if you give at the gin martinis level, you can watch a video of us doing these crazy things. See you next week.